This episode of the podcast is sponsored by Five Wives Vodka and Podcasting is Easy. We're going to be telling you more about them throughout this episode. I want to personally welcome you out today to a brand new episode of I Am Salt Lake Podcast. I know there's probably a couple of you. This is your first time here. This is your first time listening. I want to welcome you out to the family. Thank you so much for checking the podcast out. If you're unaware of what this show is all about, well, we sit down and we chat with amazing people right here in Salt Lake City. We take a moment to showcase their story. We're talking to musicians, authors, artists, business owners, breweries, distilleries. I think you get the idea. We're talking to anyone that might have a cool story to share. I want to welcome you out today to episode 374. My name is Chris. I am sitting here with my amazing co-host, Christina. I feel like I need to come up with some like crazy introduction for you every time. How are you doing well, over there? I think there? the introduction is that I'm crazy enough on my own. So You're far from crazy. <laughs> I'm doing great. I'm doing great. I'm so excited. Today, we got to chat with Daniela Lucero. She's the owner of M Soaps. It was so much fun getting to know her and finding out her story on this episode. We actually talked to her about what inspired her to start adding CBD to her products. If you've ever had any questions about using CBD of any sorts or what it might help with, you're going to want to listen to this episode. Such a great conversation and all the goodies that she brought with her. Oh my gosh, I love them. We'll get into that (laughs) here in just a minute, but we're recording today right in beautiful downtown Salt Lake City in our podcast studio. It's located in the back of Empire Merchandise. Empire Merchandise is located at 680 South State Street. Now, keep in mind, not only do they have an amazing selection of vape juice and vape accessories, but this is where you can come and you can buy your very own I Am Salt Lake podcast t-shirt. Summer's right around the corner, and what a better way to tell all your friends about your favorite podcast than with a t-shirt. And we also want to personally extend an invitation to all of you to come join our Facebook group if you haven't yet. We have an amazing community of listeners online, and we would love for you to be a part of it as well. You can join the group by searching for I Am Salt Lake Community inside of Facebook, or you can just type in IamSaltLake.com forward slash group in your browser, and it will forward you right to the Facebook group. All right, can I get real here for just a moment? I know we want to get into that conversation with Daniela, but I want to get something off my chest. We chat with a lot of small businesses on this podcast. Longtime listeners, you know who I'm talking about. But a lot of you, I'm discovering, don't have your own website. I'm not sure when this trend happened. I think a lot of it is when social media came in the picture. And a lot of you feel like you can cut corners and just have a Facebook page. Well, let me tell you, you need your own real estate on on the internet. You need your own website. I want to tell you about one of our affiliate partners, HostGator. We've been using HostGator for over seven years for the entire length of this podcast. It's where we host IamSaltLake.com, and they are great. Their uptime is great. Their customer service is great. Head on over to HostGator.com, enter in the promo code PODCAST, one word PODCAST, and this is going to give you 30% off as well as you're going to be supporting us. So you get a website. You get an awesome website with HostGator. You use that promo code podcast. You get 30% off. 
and you're helping your favorite podcast. Sounds like a win-win, you guys. Again, HostGator.com, use the promo code podcast, and you're going to get yourself an amazing website. Enough, uh, enough chatting on my end, you guys. Let's jump into that conversation that we had with Daniela Lucero when she came and sat down with us to share her story. Thank you so much for listening. Enjoy. I mean, obviously, we're smelling all these smells with soaps and stuff like that. And, and so I'm going to ask your first question here, Daniela. We've been asking this on the podcast is what did your childhood smell like? I don't know if you've heard us ask that to anybody yet. And if I don't ask this question, people are always coming back to me near the end of the podcast recording. You didn't ask me what my childhood smelled like. <laughs> so if we're talking about young Daniela. Before my parents got divorced. And don't divorced. be afraid to get up right in that microphone. When my, before my parents got divorced, it smelled like wet dog and the cherry tree and chlorine because we had a giant cherry tree that hung over our pool and we had a dog that loved to swim in the pool, Ziggy. And so I always smelled wet dog, chlorine, and in the summer times, the cherries on the top of the tree that would get overripe and fall into the pool. And it was our job to get into the pool and get all those cherries out of the bottom of the pool. So that's what it smelled like. And did you grow up here in Utah? White City, Sandy, Utah, Kristen Drive, right behind um, where the new Jordan High School is. And your whole, well, you said you moved away a little bit to California. I did. Yeah, we grew up in Sandy and then um, my parents got divorced and we ended up moving to Rose Park. And so I went to West High and then I lived basically at Snowbird for the next decade and then I moved in, in December 1999 to New York, and I didn't come back until, what, like almost three three years ago. Yeah, moved back three years ago. And did you move away because I hate Utah type yes, mentality? Yes, right? we, we all have that <laughs> at one age. It, it was, yeah. I was, you know, I'm. my dad was black. My mother's Puerto Rican. He's from Trinidad. My mother's from Jersey. I was Catholic. So, I mean, I didn't – it's kind of crazy. Like, I actually don't recall, like, ever – feeling weird about growing up in Salt Lake. I just knew that there was more out there than the as as conservative as the state was back then in the 80s, that there was more out there. My parents always, we traveled a lot, so I saw a lot of the world and I was like, this isn't it for me. But, you know, I went to school in New York and Brooklyn and then I did my secondary degree in Santa Barbara, ended up commercial photographer in Southern California for 15 years. And so, but then I got married and had kids. And I was like, California is expensive. But it's beautiful. The weather's great all the time. Yeah, I do miss riding my motorcycle year-round for sure. It's actually in San Diego because we go down there because we can't ride it here. It's freezing. Yeah. But um, yeah, I miss it. But then at the same time, too, like there are things about Utah that's amazing. Oh, like, sure. I grew up snowboarding. You know, my kids, like, they, what do they call it? Free range. It's legal here in Utah now. You can let your kids play out in the street without watching them. It actually was a law. And oh, they undid real? it. Yes. Wait, that was wow. against the law in California or oh, here in yeah. Utah? In California, I like, remember was, growing up in California though, and playing on you the couldn't, street. You can't like let your kids like run amok, like not unsupervised. Yeah, or you have to be out there with them. Oh, that's it's terrible. Crazy. What are you trying to do to parents? I don't know. Create a super sensitive, protective generation. I don't know. But my kids get to run free now, so they're happy. My son loves run it. Free. <laughs> he does. He's like, he loves it. Like him and his friends. It's like they're addicted to what is it? Stranger Things. Oh, yeah. And it's like watching my son become my 1981 year old self yeah because he just like he has his bike and his friends and they're out all the time they're sledding they're doing things they shouldn't do but as long as they don't get caught it's fine that's so great yeah, yeah, it's that's rad. What childhood should be yeah that's what mine was like you, yeah you came home when the street lights went on or you heard my mom's whistle 
Yeah, right? Like, mom <laughs> just shoves kids out the door, locks the doors, and has the day to herself. That's what she did. And she would put an igloo, for like, the thing full of, like, juice or Kool-Aid, and she would bring out snacks onto the deck and be like, and she'd shut the door. And I realized now she locked the door. That's hilarious. And we were always outside playing. But So I here's a question, and hopefully I can say this uh, the correct way, the PC way, I guess. You mentioned your mom's Puerto Rican mm-hmm. and you grew up here and you, well, you, you said your dad's black too, right? Yeah. He's yeah. Trinidadian, Chinese and Venezuelan. And my mother is Puerto Rican and Polish, literally West Side Story. <laughs> well, wow. Here's, here's my question though. Was that tough in Utah being, we're a very white state here. You know, it, I don't know if I wasn't as sensitive to it growing up. I know two of my sisters were very sensitive to it. But it was hard because what was difficult was moving from Sandy, and I was in junior high at the time, and going from guest jeans, Keds, and an Esprit bag to what are shell toes and dickies, and why do you have so much eyeliner on? Like, that's what it was. Because, like, I grew up in, I mean, literally grew up in a town, White City, Sandy, Utah. So it's like I was the darkest thing walking around. But I didn't have, like, I didn't feel it. I felt it more when we moved to Rose Park. Really? Because we weren't black we weren't mexican we weren't Samoan. we weren't we weren't in a, a class because we were so mixed and my sisters right. all look very very different like my one sister looks like she's west indian she looks black where i look like my mom puerto rican and i have one sister who actually looks guamanian like she's like a mix of both and she looks very very tropical they actually had it a bit harder than i did like they got used to get teased about their hair and i realized looking back it's like because you had good hair yeah. Like, I'm like, that's what it was. You had good hair. But it, I think it, they had a bit of a harder time. Like, I don't know. Like, I just kind of ignored people and just did my thing. was like, whatever. The, the, <laughs> the reason I ask, as I'm curious, I mean, especially as, uh, I mean, I moved to Utah well over 25 years ago. And I've just seen the change, the progression. And it's like, I still sense a little bit of... Do I want to say racism here? Well, there's there's just not a lot of diversity. Yeah, there's not a lot. And I don't think it's like purposeful, but it's not the most diverse place for sure. It's way better than it was. And so that's kind of why I'm I'm putting you on the spot with that because I'm curious of how that was living here in the 80s, how hard that must have been. But it doesn't sound like it was. No, like my nickname in high school at West High was Hippie Chick because like (laughs) I lived in Rose Park and like... Love the Grateful Dead and hair was my favorite Broadway musical. When they came to town, I went and like I used to wear my mother's like flowing long dresses from like the 60s and stuff. And like I just didn't care. I didn't care. But like one day I dressed like I was Edie Brickell, the New Bohemians. The next day I showed up looking like LL Cool J. So it didn't really matter. Like I kind of always have been a chameleon and kind of adapt or do whatever I felt like. It sounds like you don't internalize other people's. um, No, I can't. You're lucky. That'll kill yeah. you if you do that. Well, <laughs> yeah. But, welcome you know, to my club. <laughs> welcome to my club. No, and that's, I'm just curious. That's why I was asking. You know, hopefully it was okay to ask. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, no, I'm it's just, fine to ask. Like, it's, I, you know, people always ask. They, the first thing people would ask me when I, went, when I moved to New York, one, why I couldn't speak Spanish. So they called me Blanquita in college because I was the only Puerto Rican in the dorms that couldn't speak Spanish. And then they would ask me if I was Mormon and how many moms I had. Oh, yeah. And I was like, no, 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 no. I'm Catholic. Actually, my family lives right over here in Brooklyn, my dad's family. So I was like, no, we're Catholic. <laughs> I've been drinking wine since I was eight. Like, <laughs> good, good on you. I, yeah, you you just became uh, Chrissy's best friend. Oh, you know it. And, uh, <laughs> Do you let, have wine right now? And, That's what I'm, 
<laughs> we should have. No, I drank wi- it all last we night. We should have wine here for people. We should. We, we need to be better. We got beer in the fridge. I didn't. I didn't even offer you a beer. I'm you, okay on beer. beer. I'm not supposed to eat the gluten. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I don't do gluten either. So I, well, I would if I could. Yeah. I don't care. <laughs> I would eat it. It's delicious. <laughs> it is delicious. Let's. Yeah. Um. I want to kind of jump ahead to M soaps. Mm-hmm. Get a little bit of the 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 history with there, and then jump into some CBD talk, and and we're going to kind of bounce all over the place. The joys of a podcast. <laughs> What is the history of M soaps? Like, when did that start? How did it start? I don't know how far back we. I mean, I'd well, love to even go back to the beginning of that a little bit. The, okay, the condensed so, version. Condensed version. My mom started at Marguerite tw- twenty years now. Um, she was a school teacher for the Jordan School District for thirty four years. Um, she taught English, science, all that stuff. Anyways, she made soap with her sixth grade class twenty years ago, and here we are. So she like just as a class as a class experiment thing, and she enjoyed it so much that she just starts. She had a friend I think who was making, and we do what's called a cold process soap. So there's hot process, cold process, there's melt and pour. We do a cold process. CP is the lingo, Um, and so she learned how to make it, and she just started doing it, and she's good at it. And she developed her own personal recipe, which is a super fatted recipe. She, this will be her ninth, well, our M Soap's 19th year selling at the downtown farmer's market. So you've been selling there pretty much since the beginning. She, that's, that's the only place she sold. She didn't have a store. She didn't have a website. She didn't have, and it used to be called Echoes of Life. I changed it. <laughs> you changed it. <laughs> yes, I changed it because I was like, no. It's a lot more memorable. Yeah. And she called it Echoes of Life because like when you smell things, it echoes memories. Like it can bring up a memory, fond or negative. So she called it Echoes of Life, which I totally got. Okay, that's kind of brilliant. Actually, it, it's true because like scent yeah. is the most, like has the most memories attached to it of any of the senses. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. that's why she named it that. But I was like, from a marketing standpoint, I was like, no. So when I, so she was doing that and then... um I came in and she asked me for help. And that was five years ago. She was like, can you help me? She was retiring from teaching. She wanted to do it. She wanted them. She wanted echoes of life to um, grow. And she wanted to devote more time to it because now she wasn't teaching. And so we put together a website. I started helping her rebrand. And then she kind of realized that she couldn't do it on her own. You know, my mom, she'll be 70 in August. And so she was, I would come here every summer and she was selling at the downtown farmer's market and selling up at Park City. And then during the winter, she would do, you know, the JCC's holiday festival. She'd do like the church, you know, the Catholic church, like their bazaars, their women bazaars and stuff like that. So, and that was it. And so I came in and I was like, well, we can do this. Like, and I would come back every summer. I would work the markets with her. I was slowly learning how to make things, but then I'd go back to California with my kids and I really wouldn't do anything. I'd come, you know, visit for Christmas, help her out there. And so that last summer before she was like, do you want to be my partner? And I was like, and at the time I had two kids, I was still a commercial photographer, but that was really hard. The traveling like 14 hour days. Like, I mean, after I had my second child, my daughter, I was back to work like nine days later with a small infant strapped to me shooting a catalog. Cause I, I don't, you don't, you know, work for yourself. You don't have yeah, you, you don't have any of that stuff. You have no benefits. Like mm-hmm. you're lucky. And childcare is so expensive. Oh my! Gosh. You have to have a part time job or full time job just to be able to afford that. It's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. That's another conversation. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're, we're feeling it now. I mean, thank we goodness are. for grandmothers, right? To watch. Uh, yeah, mine's in kindergarten. I can't wait. It's half day. I can't wait for full day school. Yeah. I can't oh, man. wait, man. <laughs> I'm already looking forward. To first grade. <laughs> I'm like first grade. We're halfway through the year. But yeah, so I came back and I moved back first with the kids and 
she had a factory. She converted half of her garage into a soap factory. And so I stayed with her that summer and I just took it to the next level. We got a proper, you know, store online. Uh, we rebranded M Soaps by Marguerite. People refer to it as M Soaps. M stands for my mom, Marguerite. And, um, we got the store at Gardner Village, which was kind of a fluke. Like the lady who was in there had to move to Elko. And so she contacted us through Instagram and was like, are you interested in having a brick and mortar? And at the time, my business model was like, no, I want to direct to consumer online. I want to manage a store. But then I was like, oh, it's Gardner Village. I'm like, oh, well, it's a cool place. It's a cool place. Like maybe it'll work. Sure. They got witch yeah. fest and stuff, you know. So we got in there and actually it's a blessing because when we launched our CBD line, we were able to reach a demographic that was palatable. Like we're we're not a head shop. You don't walk in and walk past a four foot tall bong. You know, you don't sell things that like the general demographic in Utah is going to be terrified of. We mm -hmm. are at Gardner Village across from a doll shop, kitty corner from a chocolate shop. So, and we're next door is spo spoiled rottenness. So it's cutest little girl clothes. So it, with introducing the CBD, like I was able to reach New people. New people. Not like, and, and a lot of people didn't know. I mean, yeah, every People who day. wouldn't have sought it out. Yeah. I had people who come in every day to that store and they're like, what CBD? And my employees are like, okay. And we have like tabs on the iPad and they can pull it up and they're talking to them. They're like, well, what hurts you? And they can try the lotion, the massage butter. They can wash their hands with the soap at the sink. And so it worked. And when I tell people where I'm at, they kind of laugh. They're like, what? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, we're Gardner Village. <laughs> did you, now when you, did you, you had the brick and mortar before you launched the CBD line, right? We launched the CBD line six months into being, I thought it was illegal here. Well, that, <laughs> well, yeah. my, my question is, is when you launched it, did you get people being like, kind of nervous? Were people like, scared Well, I had to clear it, you yeah, know, and like, like they, well. It, like neighbors even being nervous. Like, oh, they're, they're, no, they're a no. weed shop now. I know, You right? know, that misunderstanding. Well, I think they know, like as we started to gain following and stuff, like we we have brought in a different demographic to Gardner Village, which I think is good though. Gardner Village is, I mean, it's based off of the LDS history. All of those cabins were settled throughout the valley. They restored them, brought them back. That is the Mormon heritage in the history. So it is based in the religion just because of the structures. But, and that appeals to like that demographic, right? You're not going to get a kid who like goes to hardcore shows that's going to like go to Gardner Village unless like his grandmother asks him to go or something. Exactly. You know? Yeah. So, but because of what we sell, we have brought a different demographic in, which is good. There's a little bit more diversity there, which is yeah. kind of nice. Like, I mean, I have people that travel, I mean, all the way down from Logan, Orem, like it's crazy. And I'm like, you know, we can ship it to you first class. And it's like $3, like just order online. Here's a coupon. Yeah. Like, but the experience is probably But that's what they can't. always say. They're like, I want right. to come in. I want to smell it. Once I figure out what I like, then I'll order online. They're mm -hmm. like, but you, I keep coming out with new stuff. So they keep coming and I feel bad. Like, <laughs> Oh, is it a sorry. pretty big shop? I've never no, been there. No, it's 800 square feet, um, almost 800 square feet. It's tiny, but we have a manufacturing facility in Sandy and we have the Nashville, our large, our large manufacturing facility. No, it's tiny. I like it tiny. So it you have a, you have a different, yeah. you have a, like a warehouse, a different warehouse that you manufacture all this. I in. have two. Yeah. I have a place in Sandy and I have the place in Nashville. In Nashville, like yeah. we were talking about. At that note, this is a good opportunity for us to take a break. Play a message from our sponsors. I know we just barely got into this conversation. We're going to get heavy into it when we get back, but I just figure it's a good point to take the sponsor break. So hang tight. We'll be right back. All right. It's that time of the podcast where we're going to take just a couple of minutes, tell you about our awesome sponsor, Five Wives Vodka. 
Not only are they delicious, not only they are local, but they are so good. Oh my gosh, they're so good. Can I tell you a story? Sure. (laughs) Before we started recording a couple of hours ago, I had to try a shot of each one just to see what I thought. And I don't even know which one's my favorite. They're so good. (laughs) Every time you take a shot of Five Wives Vodka, you are supporting this podcast. They actually have three different flavors. We're going to tell you about them here really quickly. They have the original Five Wives Vodka. This is the one made from Utah Mountain Spring Water. It's 100% distilled corn spirit and it's gluten-free. The spring is hidden in beautiful Ogden Canyon. It's inaccessible by vehicle. So they're actually having to hike this water out five gallons at a time. And for those of you who like a little more spice in your drink, you have to check out Five Wives Sinful. Sinful is a delicious cinnamon-flavored vodka, and it's not like other cinnamon products that leave that cinnamon candy taste in your mouth. Sinful is like a morning cinnamon roll, and it only has 76 calories per ounce. I actually want to tell you about a drink that I love making with Sinful. It's called the Bad Apple. If you take one ounce of Sinful vodka, half an ounce of apple pucker, and some cranberry juice, pour it over some ice and sip away, it is wonderful. And she's not kidding. There's also the Five Wives Heavenly. This is a flavored vodka with a delicious vanilla taste. Heavenly's rich, buttery vanilla flavor it comes through without coating your taste buds with sugar, and this results in with more, van- more vanilla and less calories. Head on over to their website, fivewivesvodka.com. This is where you're going to find out more information about them. You're going to find recipes, the whole nine yards, or... Just head on over to the state liquor store, pick up a couple bottles of Five Wives, because like I said, every time you take a shot of Five Wives, you are supporting this podcast. And of course, many, many thanks to Five Wives Vodka for sponsoring this episode. Let's jump right back into that conversation that we had with Daniela Lucero when she came and shared the story of M Soaps. Enjoy. I'm really intrigued by CBD products. I was kind of telling you, Danielle, a little bit of my story, how I got introduced to CBD through my brother's shop here where we're recording. Big fan of it. I mean, it seems like it it, it should work. You know, and I've, I've only tried the liquid. I've never really tried the topicals and the soaps and the lotions. And I know where this is audio. You can't really see all the, the stuff. I think Christina took some pictures. Yeah, we got we'll, some we'll, pictures we'll post. We'll post at IamSaltLake.com of the products you brought But how did, so you're making soaps. We kind of talked about the story, your mom making soaps. And then whose idea was it to start putting CBD into your products? Because you were making all these, you you were already doing the bath bombs and the lotions. Just traditional. Just traditional, not the CBD. Yeah. Whose idea was that to start putting CBD? Well, it was mine once I found out they were legal. In Utah. In Utah. Which, I, let's I was clear. having friends send them to me from California because yeah. that's where we moved from. I was like, but then I was driving in through Midville and I saw this big CBD store and I was like, say what? Like stopped. And I went in. And I was like, really excited that I didn't have to like make my friends in San Diego go buy me my orals and ship them to me. Yeah. So I take oral CBDs for my anxiety because like kid number two was no joke. <laughs> and, you, and, you, and obviously you find it helps. Oh my Lord. It was either that or continue with the two bottles of wine a night, which is going to kill me. So like my anxiety was like, you know, through the roof. And my husband actually was the one who started reading up on it because he was like, you know, California is a different beast. Weeds, legals, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't want to smoke because I have kids. That's not the route I want to take. And he's like, well, there's this thing called CBD. And I was like, what? What is this? And 
he was like, we should talk about it. So we were living in Long Beach and I was like, mm, I don't want to go. Well, you didn't want to smoke in California? No, because I had had a baby and I was breastfeeding. I didn't know any of that stuff did. Yeah, now there's really all kinds know. of studies out that like, you know, it's probably good for you. But, um, I'm sorry. I, didn't mean, I, <laughs> no, I thought maybe no. that was here in Utah. Oh, no, in California. No, in California. Yeah. And I didn't because, you know, it was legal there. And I was like, no, I have small children. No. Mm-hmm. But like drinking two bottles of wine was any better. But um, so he was like, let's do this. And I was like, no, I was like, I don't know what CBD is. Like, I'm nervous about it. Like, do, you know, I'm still breastfeeding. Like, what's going what's gonna to do to me? Right. So we buy a house in San Diego. I go to my new primary care physician and he they had me on a... um. They had me on an antidepressant where the side effect was anti-anxiety, but I gained 30 pounds. I was basically a zombie. It was awful. I wasn't like myself. And so mm-hmm. I went into that doctor in San Diego and he goes, you are a prime candidate for CBD therapy. This is my medical doctor. And he was probably like in his like late 50s. He wasn't like super young dude. He was well-established. And I was like, say what? And he was like, okay. And he gave me... He gave me a card and he's like, you need to go to this dispensary. I will call them with your um, prescription. And I go there and the guy who owns it is a neurosurgeon. Oh, wow. Who only works, I can't remember the name of the shop, only works with people who have actual conditions, depression, anxiety, cancer, AIDS, neuropathy. Like he doesn't take like recreational users. You have to have like an actual condition. So I go in and I, my mind is blown. So there's cookies, brownies, sports drinks, gummies, all this stuff. And I was like, ah, oh, like what? There's flowers, like pre-rolls that are 100% pure CBD that don't get you stoned. It is hemp that is CBD, but you can smoke it if you are a smoker. I opted for the uh, oral. The tincture. tincture. Like I wanted tincture the bio. tincture because it was quick, easy, sublingual, mm-hmm. absorbs very quickly into your system. Um, I prefer capsules now because it's it's way more controlled. I know exactly how many milligrams are in a capsule. But he like I went in there and it changed my life within five days. I weaned my we weaned me off of my antidepressants. I got my energy back. I went back to yoga. I could get up in the morning. Like I was just like mom came back. And even oh, my wow. son was like, he he was like, Oh mom, he's like, You're so much happier now. And I was like, I am. I'm way happier now. And so it was great. So you felt it. You knew. Oh, I mean, I it wasn't just it. them. I get chills. It. Yeah. Like I, I get chills when I talk about it because it's like so personal to me. Anyway, so I fast forward, I get into a pretty bad motorcycle accident. <clears throat> I have surgery, screws. Somebody jumped the double yellows into the carpool lane and I end up break dancing mm. down the 405. So I end up having surgery, all that stuff. They give me a prescription for tramadol. Because I had slightly dislocated my right leg out of my hip socket and broke my wrist. So I had to have screws put in there. And I'm like, no. Because at this point, like, I'm like, I'm not having to take anything. I was like, no. It's like my daughter's two years old. No, 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 no. And yeah, because so that I, would just shut you down, wouldn't it? Yeah, I'd be right back to where I was, mm-hmm. over-medicated and a zombie. Mm-hmm. So I go back to my same doctor and I was like, look, I'm like, we got to figure something out. Like, I'll do physical therapy, anything. I go with this pain, like I hurt. Like, I can't like get out of bed in the morning. I'm in pain. He says, just start rubbing your orals wherever you hurt. And I was like, what? The oral, the, my the oral CBD. tincture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was okay. like, what? He's like, yeah. I was like, do it. It works. But it's infractionated coconut oil, which is oily and greasy. So I was like, man. So I call my mom and I say, hey, mom, can you please send me some of your plant-based body butter? 
Because I was like, well, if it works in that, I should be able to put it in a lotion. So I researched, I realized that it's oil-based, you know, that it has to be, you have to infuse it into oil. It's not water-based. It will not dissolve into water. So I get a hold of some fractionated coconut oil. I use it at the time and I heat it up in the microwave and I get a hold of raw material from my dispensary. He kind of gives me like a quick rundown of what's what. And I just, I'm like, okay, I'll put a teaspoon of this and a tablespoon of that. And I, I ended up creating, like looking back, it was like a 5,000 milligram like, oh, thing wow. of lotion. I was just like, oh. But it worked. Yeah. It totally worked. How so, quick did you notice it? Oh, within five minutes. Really? That quick? Yeah. If I will, I need to send you guys some of the massage butter. We're out right now because I can't keep it on the shelf, but it works. Like it works. It's insane. And like, I can't like, and we put a lot of anti-inflammatory essential oils in ours. So you have the eucalyptus, spearmint, peppermint, black pepper, thyme, basil, uh, lavender, orange, that just sounds wonderful. That Camper. sounds like it would be amazing. Like I, I, I have really bad uh, pain in my hands and swelling from working on the computer. Oh yeah, and mm-hmm. I've always wondered if like CBD would help. Kind of, you should you know, try that. I take a lot of ibuprofen. Try that and go like this. Rub it on your hands. It'll work Ooh. too. It travels well. My question though is, there's probably a lot of BS. CBD out there, right? Like a lot of garbage CBD. Yeah, there is a lot of garbage. There's a lot of people that are using. They're using CBDs that aren't tested. Like I, I have a broker here in Salt Lake that I work through that can that gets my CBDs for me, my uh, isolates and my raw hemp extract. But yeah, I have a broker. It's it's an actual job, and he vets all of the suppliers. He makes sure I get my COAs. Um, if I want a sample of it, he makes sure I get one so I can make sure it works and that I'm. You know, I keep using the same people though because like I know yeah. who I'm getting them from now. But right, and like you. Very in-depth research, all of the ingredients and where the CBD is sourced and what's in it. And like- Yeah, I only use USA-grown organic isolates out of Northern California. And then my extracts are actually out of Tennessee. It was a tobacco farm that was converted into a hemp farm. They're almost organic, but, you know, the soil and everything. Sure. Yeah. But only USA. Like, I mean, in the summer is when it gets hard. So you have to buy all of your isolates and your extract before summer hits because harvest isn't until after, you know, Till after that. And so your prices will go up. It's dry. It's just dry everywhere. So, mm-hmm. and that's when you start to see an influx of uh, CBDs from China, other countries. And I'm like, no, thank you. So like, I make sure I buy everything I need to get me through. So what would a, what would a person listening, what should they avoid? Do you, I mean, is there a tip or two that you could you tell can somebody? Add, yeah, to- exactly. So when you are buying like, CBD products say, say online, a tincture or- you want to see what's called their COA and that's your, um, your analysis. So it's, it's the testing and they test for heavy metals. They test for pesticides. They tell you how much THC is in it. It has to be under 0.3% to fall underneath the hemp laws. Anything above that is considered cannabis. And it will tell you where it's from, how much they test it. It will tell you if it's exactly as advertised over or under. But most companies, like I keep copies of mine in the store. If people email through the, we're actually, we're redoing our website and I'm going to have a link where you can download our COAs and be like, this is what it is. And you'll be able to download the COAs for our products as well. So you'll have, you'll have the testing from the original supplier plus my private testing for my products so that, you know, 50, I mean, I've had one soap tested and it came back at 51 milligrams. I advertise at 50. So I was like. Good. Score. <laughs> I was like, More I can't you. balance a checkbook, but I can do this. Like, <laughs> now, is C- CBD is legal in all fifty states, right? Um, yeah. As uh, what was it? This past December, Rich McConnell, Rich McConnell, out of Kentucky, Republican Senate, had pushed the farm bill through, and it took him a while. And it's funny if you look him up online; like he, he's just like this old guy. You know, you wouldn't think it would be somebody <laughs> like that who would do it. Yeah. But um, 
he had the hemp language pulled out of the marijuana initiatives to create their own bill uh-huh. so that now hemp is federally legal in the United States. So here's my question though for you. And mm-hmm. I, I'm going to throw a, a curveball here. So I have a friend on Facebook that lives in Idaho. He was complaining about how he can't get CBD because it's illegal there. It's not. It's federally legal. But here's the thing is I, <laughs> no, no, no. I Googled it. It said it's illegal in Idaho. Can the state yeah, override that? And that's, that's where I was, curi- I was curious so if you this knew is, this. Yeah, th- you- that's the double-edged sword where it's like marijuana. So yeah. marijuana is federally illegal. Mm-hmm. But states are saying it's State, legal. Okay. And so that's, it's yeah. the same thing. It's just reversed. Yes, of course. I mean, you can still create dry counties where there's no alcohol, even though it's legal. Right. You know, but states, you know, they states can, could come in. They can, you know, do what they want, you know, however they want to pass their legislation. Utah, thank heavens, didn't do yeah. that. Yeah. No, I, and that's. <laughs> They're not making it easy, but. Yeah. yeah. Well, and that's, that's, I mean, obviously we're a Salt Lake City, Utah podcast. And that's why I, expe- I was really excited to bring you in here. Because I want people to know here, it's legal. You can go out and get some CBD products. And it's possible to get quality CBD products because we've actually tried to reach out and learn more about it. And I I think a lot of people are under the assumption that any CBD in Utah is not going to work because it's different than CBD anywhere else. Yeah. So like the fact that you actually have resources for people to understand that is huge. There's a lot of literature out there and some places are crazy. Actually, High Times Magazine, they're a great place. It's a great resource. They're not going to tarnish their name. What a great magazine. I know. (laughs) (laughs) You know, there's a lot of information. There's this, gosh, I wish I remember. There's this cannabis lawyer I follow on Instagram. I'll have to give it to you. But he is very into the legal aspects of it, like helping, defending people, representing people, whatever. And so I've learned a lot through him. I've actually emailed him with questions, you know. And he's on Instagram? He's on Instagram. I'll have to do some searches. I'll find him. I follow him. He's great. He's awesome. I can't remember his name. No, it's fine. He has some weird, like, handle. There's a lot of literature out there. You can't, you know, a lot of people will post crazy stuff about CBDs and whatnot. But put it this way, like, Harvard's doing studies. Um, John Hopkins is doing studies on CBDs and the effects of breastfeeding, which they are kind of saying now, like, might be good because it helps with the lymphatic system. And that intense will help without with not getting clogged milk ducts. Oh, thank goodness. Because men, what, what is that called? Meningitis. Not meningitis. No, not meningitis. <laughs> will kill you. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say, what why is it? Uh, the, the owies. Yeah, it does. From it. the breast yeah, I had one. It's awful, oh, it dude. It's, it's, so the worst, it's the worst pain in the world. But they're just starting to realize like the benefits of the non-psychoreactive part of the plant, the CBD part. Yeah, there's a time and a place for marijuana. It does serve you know, its purpose, but CBDs are like... They're doing more and more studies. You know, Europe's ahead of its time as far as like research goes. They've been in this game for a lot longer than the United States has. There's so many benefits. Like it's crazy. Like I see it help my 90 year old grandmother get out of bed in the morning. I see it. You know, my son has ADHD. He has to, you know, he's on a medication during the day. But at night when that medication wears off, his little brain is going 100 miles an hour. Mm -hmm. And so he does an oral CBD about an hour and a half before bedtime just so he can go to sleep and his brain will turn off. And when mommy's not in town or not there and he doesn't take it, that kid's up till four o'clock in the morning doing God knows what. Wow. <laughs> you know, so it's like, and it's crazy too. My son will be like, oh, he, like I switched his CBDs because like the brand I usually got was out. And he was like, whatever you just gave me, I don't like. Oh, wow. And I was like. Noticeable difference. I was like, cool. I was like, and he's 10. So <laughs> how, how do you know how many, is it, 
like the tinkster one that I got was like 600. I don't know. I, I can't. Like 1,500. Like, what do you know how much to get? Okay. See that there, that's the thing that's with the orals. It's kind of a guessing game, but you want to look for is a lot of companies now use a dropper that has markings on it. Uh. There is a company I really like Onyx and Rose. They have a really beautiful, they have a beautiful uh, oral that has that. It has the markings. Um, so it tells you how many milligrams when you fill up the the dropper. That's why I like capsules, though. I like capsules because it's already done for me. Yeah, I can you just can, take it's them. Very can you take too much? <laughs> well, if you take too much, it's a plant. Your body just kind of gets rid of it. So like, why wouldn't you always just want to take a high dosage? Well, if you don't need it, less is more. <laughs> I guess. I mean, that's I guess how, I've always, that's how I've always I would, like, I would say money. Money. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, this stuff's not cheap. Right. It's really expensive. Like, yeah. I mean, our our thousand milligram massage butter. It's eight ounces. It's one hundred nineteen dollars. It will last you a while. It's super potent. And I always tell people, like, we test them out with a two fifty. I'm like, less is more. Mm-hmm. Not only the money, but like waste. You, you, I don't need the thousand milligram. I only need the two fifty. You know, so it kind of depends on your need, how quickly your body absorbs stuff, how it processes it, how your receptors receive it, like how it, you know, if you're older, you tend, I've noticed with our older customers, like they tend to be in the higher range. That's why we started making the, we're launching the 85 milligram bath bomb. That's actually geared towards like athletes. That's what we're trying to do with it. Like trainers, like recovery, like who need a little bit more than 35 milligrams. Yeah. So, and I need, I know there's a need for that. And so I was like, okay, let me meet that need. Cause like I have, you know, these trainers that would come in and they were buying two and using two at a time. And I was like, I'm like, I could make a bigger one for just a couple bucks more and save you guys like. $10. $10. Yeah. <laughs> so, and that's, that's how my brain works. Like I'm not trying to like take anybody to the cleaner. Like I see some people's prices and I'm like, Whoa. Well, it's cool. <laughs> it's like you really, you really look at needs that people have and you try to find a solution to fit those needs. Which yeah, is yeah. very cool. That's like I said, like everything that I do and my mother has done was out of a need. She created her plant-based body butter, which is now our, has now transitioned to our massage butter because my son was born with eczema. So 10 years ago, she developed this body butter that kept his eczema at bay. She had no desire to make lotion. She was just making soap. But I called mm-hmm. her crying, firstborn, freaking out. My son's just scales. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. But yeah, like with the CBD stuff, like I believe in it so much. And like I like doing it. It's kind of like cooking without the calories. And I love like it's kind of scary now. Like people are starting to connect my face to the brand because I keep my personal Instagram and social media very private. And oh, like, okay. but they're starting to make this connection. I was in Harmon's and this gal comes up to me and she's like, are you M Soaps? And I was like, why? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Who do we owe money to, right? Like, Damn it. Bill collector. But she proceeded to tell me that her mother was on the, going through cancer. And she said that the bath bombs, um, she had a port removed. And she said the bath bombs were the only thing to help with the aching I get you guess you get from chemotherapy. Oh, your, yeah. The achiness. She said the bath bombs worked. The massage butter helped her so she could go to sleep so her muscle spasms would stop twitching. And then I, I advised her. I was like, I gave her a couple brands of orals like in the grocery store. I'm like in front of the bakery. And I'm giving her – I was like, you need to tell your mother to get on an oral. And I gave uh-huh. her like a couple. I was like, you can get these shipped here. I get mine shipped here. And I was like, and she still follows us. Like I, and like, she's, she's cute. It's her daughter. She's so cute. But yeah, it's really strange. And like to be recognized on the street. Yeah. I'm like, oh. it's not a bad thing. No, <laughs> I know. But I get weirded out. Like, <laughs> it's almost like you need to be a consultant for people. You know, people can come and be like, these are my problems. And then you can just give oh, them a little package. That's like- kind of like people. And I never get to work in the store because I make everything when I try. I work Fridays most of the time, but 
they'll, they'll be like, yeah, well, I've been, I, I heard about you or someone told me about your store. And I said, I asked them, like, what hurts? What's your problem? Like, mm-hmm. what hurts? And sometimes I'm like, hey, I'm like, you probably should consider an oral. Like, I don't think anything I have, like, I'm honest with them. I'm not trying to sell them like snake oil. Like, like some lady came in who had, it's some condition where like your nerves kind of light on fire. Like it mm. feels like they're on fire and it's like underneath your skin. I was like, I was like, and I showed her this video of this uh, YouTube gal that kind of has the same condition. I was like, you should follow her and watch her because she takes an oral and it sounds like kind of like what you have. I was like, I don't want to sell you something that's not going to work. Right. Because then you just get a bad taste for it. And, yeah. And, and, it, and then what if she's like, it doesn't work, but if she had gotten the right method of CBDs, like, mm-hmm. I mean, there's so many, there's vaping, there's, you can smoke flowers, you can take it as a tincture, pills, topically. Somebody just came out with patches, like a nicoderm patch. It's like a slow release all day long. Oh, wow. Yeah. That like, sounds wonderful. Yeah. I know, right? I so, mean, oh man, I hope they just put anxiety pills out of business. I, me too. Cause you're like, I mean, I don't, I haven't been on them for, how old's my daughter? Five. Yeah. <laughs> like how old is she? Five. So let's, I don't think we really talked about all the products that you brought today with you that I'm looking at on the table. And I, again, I know we're doing audio because I see, what are those, like a roll-on thing you over oh, yeah, there? So or what is that? What, I, cause I barely got a chance to look at it. I, I have we all started. the stuff over by me because yeah. yeah. like, it smells so good. Okay. So let's start. So we have happy head. This is, um, and just make sure why you just so that oh, people yeah, listening can hear what so you're the hap- saying. The happy head is an essential oil blend that is great for migraines, stress. You rub it directly onto your temples, back, your neck, gland areas. And it's going to, and it has a hundred milligrams of CBD per, what is that? 10 milliliters. So it's pretty potent. I love these because they travel well. Mm-hmm. Um, when I go on motorcycle trips, I use the happy relief. That is, this is the one it's in my purse all the time. It's awesome. It's kind of like a answer to our massage butter, but it travels well. It doesn't melt. So wait, are these not all the same thing? Then? Oh no. Happy head is for Oh, okay. Headaches. Okay. I see that. Happy head up there. Happy relief. Okay. Yeah. I see that. And not then my we bad. have happy calm, which is great for anxiety, stress, I've had a bad day or I have to go into a meeting and I don't like anybody. That's what one lady told me. She's like, I use this 15 minutes before I have to go into meetings. That's brilliant. I was just like, whatever floats your boat, sister. And then happy soul is great for lady problems, cramps, stuff like that. You actually can rub it directly like wherever. Like on your abdomen? Abdomen, lower back. What, What would happen if I use it? I'll probably just feel know. better. <laughs> yeah, you probably, I mean, it's going to be pain relief. It's, it's like the essential oils lidocaine. that help. Like it has, it's this, the essential oil blend. So essential oils are powerful as well. So in combination mm-hmm. with the CBDs, like you're getting something that's designed to help with a specific problem. And then you have soaps. Are those yes. CBD soaps? Yes. Or those These are, are CBD soaps. So, wow. So you got more soap. Oh, this too. isn't anything. So this, this right here, we're minus one, which is called Tropical Paradise, which smells like, um vacation. Yeah. But, um, this is a new one. So this is honey, almond, oatmeal. Each bar has 50 milligrams of CBD in it. That's a new one for the spring line. We also have, um, gosh, what other new ones do we have coming out? Now, why would somebody want to use a soap? I mean, the same okay, reason yeah, you would so use a that, lotion, that, right? I mean, rub people it all ask, over. Like why they, it, cause it's not going to provide pain relief like the roll-on or the butter because like you have because those products have an opportunity to be absorbed into the skin get to your receptors actually you know turn them off or whatever turn them on and work where soap doesn't live as long on your surface of your skin but one of the great things that cbds do is they promote natural collagen reproduction they fight free radicals mix that with a little bit of activated charcoal and you've got something that's going to work pretty good on your skin yeah my daughter i made the fragrance free one for her 
because she has eczema still, mm. you know, and it's like in the wintertime, it gets bad. So this is our super fatted soap recipe. And I added what I call my Primo blend, which is a blend of the raw hemp extract and the isolates because the raw hemp extract has it's a wide spectrum. It has all of the CBDs in it and it has the ones that are great for your skin. But yeah, so washing with it, you're going to get the benefits of the moisturizing of the soap. You're going to get the benefits that it's going to fight free radicals. The CBDs are going to promote natural collagen reproduction. They do so much. Like we have just barely touched the surface. And now that we have huge pharmaceutical companies, unfortunately, and also universities that are putting hundreds and thousands of dollars into research to really figure out how these work and how they can benefit us is great. As long as big pharma doesn't take control of it, I think we'll be okay. But I mean, California, sorry, I mean, they can't put CBDs in anything oral anymore, I think, like anything you ingest. Really? Mm-hmm. I think that's what they did. And I think that has something to do with Monsanto. Like I, I read mm. something somewhere that they were trying to get the patent on it or some probably kind, do the same thing that they political. did to the soybeans. Like Joe Schmo Farmer has a hemp farm in between Monsanto. But if his seeds blows onto your seeds, you own Monsanto money now. Oh, you know, yeah. when that whole yep. soybean thing happened, I kind of feel like that might be what they're trying to do. But I really hope they don't push out the middle guy, the small guy. Like they're... It, there are families now that are, you know, like this is their business. Like right. they grow hemp, they grow marijuana and it's legal and they're doing it and they're following their the rules. They're paying all the money to do it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if big pharma and these big companies come in, they can just crush have, them. Exactly. They have the money and resources yeah. to take it all away. Just take it all away. awful. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, I really hope they don't because like this whole marijuana and CBD and hemp movement is such a grassroots it's blowing. It, it's blowing it's, and it's, up, and it's little people. It's people that you never thought would stand up and fight. Like, yeah, yeah. Why, why do you think this is all happening right now? Why do you think it's becoming? It's like this big wave, right? Like, I think because since the eighties, we've been told process this and process that. And I remember in the nineties, Generation X. Yeah, we were the generation that kind of stood up and was like, "No, I'm not going to eat that." I'm going to be a vegetarian or a vegan, or I'm not going to go to college right away. I'm going to go do this. And I'm going to be different from my parents in that horrible recession you put us through in the 80s. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, and it's unfortunate, you know, but like we did the generation X, we did everything late, way late, college, kids, marriage, everything. But we, I feel like that was the start of like a group of young, like-minded people that were like, no, we don't have to live like that. We don't have to die of cancer. We don't have to like live that way. And so I don't know, like modern day hippie, I don't know, that takes showers. I don't know. Like, <laughs> Well, no, it's, and I think it's great. I mean, obviously I'm a big advocate of it. It's just so fascinating to me because there was a time in my life that I remember, maybe I made it up in my head where it's like, if you just mention the word marijuana, then all of a sudden you would be thought of as a, as you know, automatically you were a smoker, you know, just talking about it. like, why would you talk about this evil thing? And then they're finding CBD and, and the benefits of even eating, well, you know, hemp seeds and, yeah, and all, that. And, and and all mean, of that. Well, the thing, the first thing is like, you know, cancer patients, like they smoke so they don't get nauseous and they can eat mm-hmm. like but that's who would have thought that would have happened, that we would even be recommending this? I don't know. And that's the thing. It's like, I always, inv- like, I thought about that as like, I wonder if it was some like hippie doctor in like San Francisco who was like left over from the 60s that's been smoking <laughs> weed his whole life. And he's like, nah, man, like you smoke this, it'll make you hungry. You'll eat. 
Yeah, maybe. Well, because wasn't it, was it like <laughs> ni- probably. 92, I think it was, that it became medical in California? It was like the early 90s. It was really, because California was the first medical they were the, state. Yeah, they did. They've been in the game a long time with it. Like, And I mean, I didn't move there until 2000 and. Five? No, yeah. three. Two thousand and three. I moved there from New York. So, and I wasn't even. It wasn't even in my spectrum because, like, I didn't smoke weed in high school. I didn't smoke yeah. weed as a young. So it wasn't right. even like in my radar. Mm-hmm. People who I knew that smoked, they, I'd be like, no, I like to be alert and function. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not a person that can sit on the couch and play video games and watch TV all day, which is what I thought it did. Made you lazy and hungry, therefore you were fat and unproductive. Sure. <laughs> so I was like, nah. But as it's grown, like I have learned so much, like there are so many bajillion strains. Yeah. Do you want a sativa? Do you want an indica? Do you want a hybrid? Do you want one that you can use during the day? Do you want one that's like super potent and will knock you out so you can go to sleep? Or do you just need one to take the edge off so you can like not be a maniac during the day? Mm-hmm. It's There's so many different strains now. It's kind of like buying a car. It's like, what do you want your car to do? What do you want your weed to do? Well, yeah. and then they come out with, not come out. I mean, they act like they, I mean, CBD is natural, but- then there's CBD that doesn't get you high. high. It doesn't show up in a drug test, right? Yeah. As long show. as it's under that T8, the zero. The 0.3%, yeah. I mean, I, CBD is a new, I mean, that that hasn't always been used. I mean, it hasn't. They really started, when I, in my research and just reading, I think it was 1997 that they started to take notice of it, but not until like 2000 and. 15 is when they actually started um, using it and also researching it and producing like medically verified, like, like actual, like, like case studies, like, Mm -hmm. no, this really does work for this. Like, and that's when they started breaking it down to like all the different types of CBDs that they are. There are like each one. 113. I think I learned that on Joe Rogan. (laughs) Yeah, I know they have, but it's kind of crazy because they, each one does something different. You know, like each one, some are better for like muscle spasms. Some are going to be, some are better for like, there's one that, um, suppresses appetite. Well, that sounds good. Interesting. I know. I was like, (laughs) I don't want that one. (laughs) No, I love food. I love food. I love food, but I, I, I mean, and now now it's crazy. You can find CBD infused coffee. Uh, somebody, I, I had a sports drink once that was interesting. What so, was interesting about the sp- it? <laughs> it was a sports drink and it gave you it- energy, but it had CBDs in it, which so I. So energy and then relax. So it gives yeah. you the energy without giving you the increased anxiety. Well, that's like a, <laughs> like a Red like, Bull with vodka. I never understood yeah. a Red Bull with vodka. It's like, Those the, are that's like a heart attack <laughs> waiting <laughs> to happen, delicious. though. I mean. Yeah. And it's, yeah. It's so, but it's the scenery for CBD is changing drastically it's changing for the better i mean my dog takes cbds i like he's a 14 year old jack russell that has bad back knees and a slip disc in his back i have put put him on cbds and i I just switched him to a raw diet because my girlfriend who owns canine life was like stop feeding your dog kibble anyways another story (laughs) so i do those two things this dog can jump on the couch now he did this thing called rocket dog the other day that like he like they like terriers like run across with like their tail between their legs like super fast and like just to get their energy out oh wow and he did that and i was like i haven't seen you move that fast in years and he he knows like when i go to feed him i put his CBDs on there and he eats them. It's like his little dog brain knows like what I'm doing is helping him. Yeah. He know, he's like, if I eat that, I'll feel better. Yeah. That's yeah. So it crazy. would probably relax uh, a really crazy uh, fidgety dog, nervous dogs too. Oh, yeah. Anxiety. Yeah. Anxiety. Uh, yeah. yeah. Especially yeah. if you travel with your pet. Like I have a girlfriend who travels a lot with and She has like one of those little, little, little pet carriers, uh, pet carrier dogs, uh, but it's like your little, little shakes chihuahua. all the time, yeah. you know, it's like little nervous yeah. dog. And when she flies, she 
gives him these little chews. And it works. Yeah, it works. It's better than like like the stuff that, that you would probably like a pill you get mm-hmm. from the vet. You yeah. Know, that makes him throw up. Exactly. So, that you have to force down a throat. I can wrap it in peanut butter and bologna and shove it <laughs> in your mouth. This new law, you were you brought some some paperwork you were showing earlier yeah. on. Now you have to register each product here in Utah with this this new law. It's like two hundred dollars. Do, do you care okay. if we talk about yeah, this yeah. for a minute? It's super fun because so, since we're local podcast, yeah, we have registration fees. So to for the grower, it's five hundred dollars annually. For a processor, it's two thousand dollars. Here in Utah, this is Utah. So wait, you can I can grow some? Oh hemp? yeah, you can grow now. Okay, well, him not hemp, marijuana. Yeah, though. but I don't. They didn't. I didn't. Haven't gotten really because I wasn't like I'm not growing. You know, right? But I'm wondering if it's the same thing. Like you have to be so far away from school. Church, it can't be seen because I know like a lot like, you know, marijuana grows like they can't have it like sure. outgrowing yeah, in the yeah. wild. Like it you has to be. Does it, in your frame. does it smell Garden. like because it looks like marijuana, right? When you're growing hemp and it probably smells like it. You know what? I have so actually like never a, seen a hemp plant in real life. I was going to say that would be an invitation for a SWAT <laughs> team to kick I know. You up. Well, I know because it looks just like it's cooler cousin, but it's I not. wonder how that works. <laughs> I don't, you know, I don't know yet, but it's like, that's cool though. They just released them, God, like a month ago, but I have a phone call scheduled for next week because I need to know the time frame. I have 32 products. I have to register each one, even though the recipe is the same, but the only thing that's changed is the coloring and like the essential oils or fragrance oils, but it's $200 a product. So I'm looking at $6,400 every year. I think it's, yeah, I think it's every year. The, the language was really hard for me to understand. I was just like, oh, I need a lawyer. And I was like, I'm, I actually, my contact at the agriculture department was like, mm. I'm like, you're going to get on the phone with me. You're going to walk me through this. I, I paid your salary. This is yeah. what you're going to do. Absolutely. And so they're open to that. Like I spoke up at the Capitol, you know, when they first were trying to like gut it and like make it so, you know, it was illegal. I mean, people came out of the woodwork for that. It, I mean, you had all walks of life. You had people, there was a fireman who was like, I'm a retired fireman. I need this because of the physical pain that he had been in from his job. You had people that were like, you had doctors that showed up that were like, no, like you guys know, like, and it, they were actually advocating that it, you shouldn't have to get like a prescription from like your doctor, like, like, okay. And they wanted like a pharmacy to like, you'd have to go to a pharmacy to get it. And like, yeah. it's like, no, 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 no. If that's the case, then you need to do the same thing to St. John's wort. You need to do the same thing to like melatonin because now hemp is underneath, it's considered that, you know, mm-hmm. it's not marijuana that's a controlled, you know, substance. Like it's not it's a natural plant. based. Yeah. And so is St. John's wort. So is melatonin. So is all this other stuff. Right. So you got to figure it out. But again, people are very scared because of the way it looks, I think, and because of where it comes from and its cousin. Mm-hmm. And so they're terrified of that, especially in Utah. I was really excited when I saw in the news that the church was stepping down from being involved in the CBD and marijuana. It's like, honey, you weren't supposed to be involved at all. There's I know. this thing called separation <laughs> of church and state. So it's just like, I don't know what you were doing. Go back to like, whatever, you know, being yeah. the second richest, lar- richest religion in the world. But people want it here. People don't know about it here. The state needs to stop making people scared about it. They need to let it grow and flourish. They need to regulate it reasonably. They do need to tax it because we look at Colorado. They've done a great job, great job with generating money for the state and for their school systems and their roads and all that good stuff. Utah has an opportunity to do that, and they need to. 
I don't think anybody's ever died of a marijuana overdose or a CBD overdose. Yeah. But you keep handing out those pills. Yeah. You know? No, there hasn't been anybody that's. Yeah. Like, I'm always more, afraid to say that because I'm afraid, people, like, well, actually. More like, people, they <laughs> no, were talking about this too. on an episode of, of Joe Rogan, how more people have died of peanut allergies. You know what I mean? <laughs> peanuts. Yeah. And it, it's, it's, peanuts. It's so dumb. It's just like, oh my God. Now, really? back yeah. to the registration. Do you think that's a good thing or a bad thing? I mean, besides okay, it costing I, you a lot of money. Okay, I think that, okay, I think that. I should have to register my recipe. My recipe does not change. Like I said, it's the same recipe for every bath bomb I make. It's just the coloring and some has activated charcoal, some has flowers on top, but the recipe is the same. Yes. Let me test my recipe. Let Mm -hmm. me make sure that what I am advertising is what I am selling. Yes. I believe in that a hundred percent because I don't want to one, sell anybody snake oil and two, I want to be able to stand by my product and be like, you know what? It does work. And I have the scientific data to prove that what I am telling you is what is in this product. The one thing I have a problem with is the batch processing. So they want you to basically you have to the product name, the batch date, batch size, expiration date, total quantity produced, a downloadable link to the certificate of analysis for the batch identified COA, COA, and then industrial hemp products shall not contain medical claims on the label. So you can't say like, this is pain relieving. So I call it muscle relief. Yeah. You know, it's mm-hmm. like, if you're looking into it, you've already Googled it. You kind of yeah. know what you're doing. And if you don't, you ask somebody who's standing next to you. But the batch processing is what gets me because like, I have my COAs from my suppliers for my isolates and my extract. Is that enough? Because that I've, I've purchased enough isolates now to last me for the next like six months. So if I make a batch of bath bombs, can they anything I make out of that batch be underneath that batch. I am making product every day mm-hmm. and it's not in batches. Like it's like, okay, we need this, this, and this done by Tuesday. Well, it's a batch, but it's only like a hundred bath small bombs. Batches. It's a small batch. It's yeah. like, do, are, do you really expect me to get like that? Like, is, like I need them to explain to me like what they mean. Like if I have the COAs from a third party reputable testing company, does that suffice? Once I run out of those isolates, then I have to like, then I understand, okay, let's go through this process. But I'm only buying isolates and raw hemp extract twice a year. Wouldn't this, it seems like registering with the state could uh, eliminate some of the hokey businesses. Yeah, uh Yeah, it will. I mean, I've seen weird stuff out there, like bright green oral tinctures. Like, why is it green? (laughs) What did you put in it? Like, (laughs) yeah. So, I mean, it seems like it has some positives to it as well as negative. I mean, it's just like with anything, you know, if like you buy a car, it's like you, what you're being told, you want yeah, it to work. You want it to be mm-hmm. honest. If, yeah. You, you want definitely to, want to go through safety yeah. tests. And, car facts. Know. That's why we get car facts yeah. when we buy used cars. It's like, mm-hmm. I want to know for sure that this car wasn't in an accident. Right. Regulation I, can be a positive thing if it's used correctly, correctly. and you're not trying to crush us. With right. It. That, right. That's my thing. It's like, just don't try to crush us with it. Like, there's a reason why this is reaching people. It's a reason why it's being accepted to the masses. It's because it's not being forced down our throats mm-hmm. by some big company telling us that you need to take this. It's word of mouth. It's people using it. It's people are sharing their experiences, their benefits, like what's happened to them. And that is the best advertising. Like, like my, I don't advertise. I haven't taken out an ad. I've done nothing. For like, M soaps. For M soaps. I haven't yeah. done a damn thing. I just like, I have my social media and that's it. Like I have, I have Instagram. I have Facebook. I don't use it. Why do you think, okay. <laughs> okay. Why do you think that, that you haven't had to advertise? And why do you think some people have to advertise and you haven't? Well, 
one ours is word of mouth honestly like yeah i mean ours, good quality speaks for itself and people share it because yeah. they want they want others yeah to nine times that i mean feel better i had we did a pop-up at our factory right before christmas just to kind of get rid of our christmas stuff i had this woman walk in and she walked and we have like a couple rooms in our factory and i was in one you know selling soap and stuff and she walked in she goes are you the mom and daughter team I was like, yeah. She's like, my housekeeper told me about you. I have had my back fused. It kills me. Where's that massage butter? Oh, wow. And I was like, say what? And so I was like, oh my gosh. I was like, sit down. And I like rubbed it on her. And I was like, well, hey, why don't you go walk around, look at the other vendors? And that's what I always do. It's mm-hmm. like, I'm not going to sit here and talk you to death trying to get by. I tell them to try it. Even at the store, we're like, okay, here, you know what? Try it. Go walk around. I'll see you in 15 minutes. They always come back because they're just like, oh. and I'm like, I'm not going to let the product speak for itself. You heard about it from your dad, your mom, you saw it on my Instagram or somebody told you or whatever. That's the best advertising. Mm-hmm. I am probably going to take out an ad finally in City Weekly. Why? Why? <laughs> what? Because they've been so awesome to me. Like they, I love them. They're great. We got voted best topical That's right. CBD. I saw that. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was us. I didn't even know. <laughs> oh, really? I didn't know. That's I didn't awesome. know. I was like, they, Makaya, the gal who I work with through there, who does their, who handles um, some of their advertising, she's a sweet girl. She came into the shop and I just so happened to be working and talking to me. And I was like, what? I was like, what, what are you talking about? <laughs> and it's super funny. And so we went to the party and like, I had no idea. It was like the editor's choice. So it was really cool. Like, but again, like, I don't know how that happened. I have no idea how that happened. It's because you make That's an cool. awesome product. <laughs> But I don't know. I don't know who I was always like, who told you? Like, I don't know. They're like, your stuff just ended up in our office one day. And I was like, okay, that's amazing. It's crazy. I know they're so sweet. I love they're They've been so good to us. Like they did a huge article on us. We won that award. They have their Canna Fest, their Canna convention coming up. I think we're going to do that. This is our second year, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because last year we couldn't sell. Okay. That's why I didn't do it last year because I was like, I couldn't hand out samples and I couldn't sell. If I could have done either one of those things, hmm. I would have done it. I and you would have had to buy a trade show booth to be there and not be able to. I think so. Products. I didn't even get to that point because when they told yeah. me that we couldn't that last year, but this yeah. year we can sell. So there's a lot of great companies that are participating. Like I went and I looked, you know, see there's, I mean, there's medical companies that are coming. Like it's going to be really cool. I can't, you know, I'm, I'm like 90% sure I'm going to do it. Yeah, 90%. We need to, uh, <laughs> as we get a little closer, maybe we should do some podcast episodes with some of those people. Yeah, that would be really cool. There's a few questions. Um, I, I know we just slightly skimmed the surface on CBD, but I have a few Salt Lake City related questions as we kind of kind of wrap this up here today. If somebody's visiting Salt Lake City, say this weekend, what would you recommend for them to do? Go snowboarding. Okay. At Powder Mountain. That your favorite resort? Uh, well, no, Snowbird is. I just can't afford them because my children are not free there. So we do a lot of Brighton, but Powder Mountain, Snowy, oh gosh, surprisingly, I took my kids to Beaver Mountain. If you have little kids and they're learning how to snowboard, it is the perfect mountain. It doesn't have a whole lot of people up there. I have a girlfriend who lives up there. And so we'll go up and spend the night and go ride with her family. And it's an amazing mountain. It's great. And like, if you have a fifth grader, they get the the ski program. So you have two tickets, a fifth or sixth grade, you get two tickets to every resort in Utah. So we just been kind of bouncing around, but go snowboarding. Like the snow's awesome. Like it's so much fun or go skiing. Definitely. Or go to the ice castles up midway. We took the kids there. That thing is so cool. Those look so Go at night cool. though. It's so much cooler at night. And they have this, they have like this like luge slide. It's super fun. It's great. The huh. kids had a blast. Oh, what about, do you have favorite local eating spots? I always ask at least one or two. We all have a favorite place. Uh, White like- Horse on, on Main Street, 21 and over. No screaming kids. 
perfect date place. <laughs> I love no screaming kids. No that's, screaming that's kids. That's my new favorite. <laughs> um, we, where else do we like to eat? Oh gosh, there's this ra- samurai ramen in Draper. Man, it's, it's like oh, where the Whole Foods used to be that they closed down. It's right around the corner. It's in that shopping mall. That place is where they got the best uh, dumplings I've ever had in my life. You know, the problem I'm having a hard time doing is finding really good seafood here. That's, oh, interesting. Yeah. Like what kind of seafood? See, I'm, not crab, a, I'm not a seafood Crab, crab oh oysters. I used to go to Market Street Grill, but they don't always have, like sometimes they only have king crab. And I'm like, I can't afford that. Yeah. <laughs> like I want to go to Smith's and get crab. But yeah, that's the one thing I wish. And I'm not a big sushi eater, so don't ask. I know everybody loves sushi. I don't like sushi. <laughs> That's okay. I, I don't mind it. I don't mind it. I used to, I you know, we, we'd sushi. go together and get sushi. But I yeah. like raw fish. Like I'll just eat the fish and some soy sauce. Mm-hmm. I just don't like when they put like a sandwich inside of some seaweed with raw fish in it. I'm like, I can't do raw fish and cream cheese. Yeah. Cream cheese. <laughs> mm. I'm with I'm you like, there. Why? Would not you, Philadelphia rolls are not good. <laughs> would you change anything about Salt Lake City or, or Utah in general? Yes, if you could? Uh, we need to be able to lane share on a motorcycle. Okay. Straight up. Like they've been trying to pass that law in these, and we have the worst drivers. They need to also pass a hands-free cell phone here because I have been killed almost twice on my bike here on the I-15 because people are watching TV, FaceTiming on their phones. And I'm always like, is that person drunk? And nine times wow. out of 10, they're on their phone. It, right. You're coming up, they're driving slow. So and I have had, yeah, it's so bad. Like, like I feel safer in Los Angeles splitting lanes and riding my bike than I do here. It, wow. It's so not, and our, there's so many aggressive drivers here. I'm just like, oh my God, what's happening? Like we're on an air and people would be like, well, you choose to ride a motorcycle. I'm like, yeah, I do. I choose to ride a motorcycle because it's fun. It's quicker. Wait, so they're making you feel guilty for riding a motorcycle? But, because like just to, to split lanes, you shouldn't be able to get in front of us. I'm like, you shouldn't be able to jump the line. I'm like, bitch, get a fucking bike then. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like sorry. Like, you know, but it's also safer. Like it's that there's been tons of study. It's safer to be able to lane share, to get out of the way. We're on an air cooled vehicle and I'm just going to get out of your way. It's one less person. Yeah. But like I've had people like when it was, gosh, last summer, it was like a hundred and something. And I was coming from the shop and I was like, oh my gosh. I had, and I ride, I ride with gear on. I don't care how hot it is. I wear a flannel. I wear my leather vest. I have my boots, full face helmet, gloves. So it's extra hot. I still love it. I still love it. But like traffic was bad. And I was like, I'm just going to get around like these couple cars just so I can like move. And I had a lady do the whole jerk thing like into my lane. Just and to scare like, you? Yeah. And I was like, okay, well, if you hit me, you, that's murder. Like, if right. I die, like, wow. And like, yeah. What, like, what crawled up your ass? Like, <laughs> why do you care? Go continue watching whatever you were on your phone. Yeah. Like, wow. It's I'm sorry. Yeah. It, lane sharing. They need to, they, and I know it was on the ballot last year, didn't get very far, but um, had a friend who was in a traffic school and was talking about it. And he got the same reaction. You shouldn't be able to jump the line. <laughs> Dude, really? Like you care that much? It's traffic. You're going to sit in it anyways. Exactly. <laughs> it, it's not going to make a difference for the driver. Yeah. So I wish they'd do that. And then I also wish I could buy wine at the grocery store. Wouldn't that be mm. nice? Wouldn't it be that nice just to buy nice. any Trader Joe's? I, if Trader Joe's can just sell yeah. wine because their prices, like whoever is the, the sommelier for Utah, he needs to go back to school because mm-hmm. like the wine selection is rough. And the prices, I'm just like, what? I know for a fact that bottle is like worth $6, not 18 Yeah. Because yeah. it's the same wine I bought in California at Trader Joe's. Yep. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I, with you. I am so glad that we finally got you in here 
to sit and record a podcast with us. I know we're going to have to bring you back through because again, I know we just skimmed There's the like surface so much more we want with to everything about. Uh, with CBD and with your products. I mean, was there anything that you were hoping we would talk about that we didn't? Because I know you brought a lot of paperwork in with you here and, and some, some different graphs we and stuff. Of, and I know we just skimmed the surface. We just skimmed the surface. We went over like the, the laws of something I wanted to go over, which is great. Well, what, um, oh, so we, yeah, yeah we, we did that. We yeah. did the laws. Um, I think something maybe next time is to kind of go through like the different types of CBDs that are in a wide spectrum and kind of go That'd through be like really what they do. Yeah. Cause like I can leave this with you, you guys can kind of look it over. Yeah. There's it's, so much. Yeah. It's endless. Like, I mean, and how it works with your receptors, like this is the cutest, like, you guys can't see this, but it's like a diagram that literally tells you like, this is how it works. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Well, and there's so many, there's so many benefits. And I mean, I have uh, very high anxiety and that's why it's, uh, it, it's such an eye. It's like, Ooh, this, this is great because I don't have to get stoned all day. And, yeah. and I can, well, I'm going to leave you guys with some bath bombs and some soap and stuff. And I well, want you guys you. to try them yeah, well, and do it before you go to bed, a bath, you know, but make sure you have a good 20, 25 minutes to like sit in the bath, you know, put on Netflix really and chill. In. Yeah. I mean, I'll be in the bath for like an hour and a half. Like my husband has to come and he's like, are you, how long are you going to stay in here? I'm like, go away. It's only 10 30. As long as I want to. <laughs> I love my husband. He's amazing. He's, he's supported me in all of this and he does all of our graphic design. And he, today we had a conversation where I came here and he was like, he's like, good job. He's like, I can't believe what you've done in three years. And I'm like, I don't even know what I'm doing half the time. Like <laughs> half the time, I just feel like I'm running around with like chicken with my head cut off. Cause I'm like, there's so many aspects of like, of, it's of not it, just, yeah. I just wish I could make, just make stuff and mm -hmm. didn't have to deal with the marketing and the paperwork and the everything customers, yeah. what I just want to make, but I'm not at a point where I can hire someone to, to do be all my, the logistics. To be my gatekeeper. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I can just that's make. Tough. Where can <laughs> listeners come and buy your pro? What's the address out there at Gardner? Uh, Gardner Village, 1100 West, 7800 South. Um, we're unit 13. That means nothing. Um, we are just go towards the chocolate factory. <laughs> You'll see us. Okay. Get some CBD, get some chocolate. Yes, uh, chocolate. Yeah. What, what are your hours out there? Um, right now, we're about to say, right now, we're open till six, um, Monday through Thursday, 10 to six, and then 10 to seven on Fridays and Saturdays. I'll be real honest with you. Like when it's dumps and it's crazy snow, we're an outdoor mall. I'm like close because I'm like, go well, home, winter's girls. almost over. I winter's know. almost over. Thank God. Right? I don't know. I think it's going to be a long one. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we're getting all this late snow, right? Yeah. They're not calling it an El Nino because I think it's too late, but I think it's an El Nino. I think we're going to see the was like, I think we're going to see Snowbird open to like June. Oh, really? I worked there once and we were snowboarding on the 4th of July. Yeah, I remember that. Wow. I remember yeah. being able to snowboard till the... F now, can people order this online? Yes, on the msoaps.com. And you can use... Um, I'm actually going to, like, if you're... I'm going to give you guys a promo code. Okay. And I am Salt Lake. That work for you? Yeah. Yeah, that'd yeah. be okay. amazing. Yeah, and I'll get one you... Word. We'll one, one word. We'll do it. One word. I am Salt Lake, yeah. And it'll be 20% off your entire order. Um, if you buy over 100 bucks, it's free shipping. But like I said, in Utah, we offer first class shipping. It's literally like a couple bucks. So it's cheaper than traffic in a tank of gas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> but yeah, come down. Um, we're at the downtown farmer's markets on Saturday. Well, if when, we it, have when, been. It, when it starts in, in June, I believe it, it is. It starts in June. Well, if we get accepted, because oh, you have to be apply. Accepted. We'll you'll see. Be, it, <laughs> Marguerite retired. So I don't know. You know, I don't know. We'll see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> no, we probably will. But this we, will be your 20th year though, right? Yeah, it'll be the 20th year. My mother is a, she's been across from the guy who yells, lemon spinach. Yes. Oh yeah. We're right okay. across yeah. from him next to Tony <laughs> who sells all the pumpkins. Their family's awesome. And then to the left of us is the meat guy. 
And then M Soaps is right in between. It's it's great. It's like I don't see them all year, and then we come back, and it's like, oh hi, and we barter little we, reunion. I, it is, and like yeah. I trade them soap and bath products for like T bones and like produce. It's great. Like That's I love awesome. it. I love the farmers market because it's super fun. We're contemplating doing the Ogden market, but I don't know how thin I want to spread myself this summer. When it's yeah. summertime, you're supposed to get out and have fun. Yeah, I know. That Unless you're, you're a maker and then yeah. a that's when you hustle. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like it's it's all like right now is our slow time, but like we're making our spring line. Mm-hmm. So that we've been cranking that out to launch and we're redoing the website. So it hasn't been slow, but you know, Gardner Village, they have fairy dates, which is coming up. So that's when their that shopping season really kicks off for the store. And so that's going. And then right before I know it, it's Witch Fest and it's Christmas. And then the year's over. Like, I don't even know where it goes. Like, I swear to God, I just got done with Witch Fest. And it's insane. It's awesome. If you guys have never been, take your little girl. She will have go, though. They have this thing called We Witches that is for the tiny ones. So it's not as scary. (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah. That's probably good. But it's great. I mean, we like during that time of year, we do Halloween CBD bath bombs that look like the misfit skull that has surprises inside. Yeah. I had had custom bath bombs made, molds made. That's so cool. Yeah. It's really cool. So, but yeah, we're contemplating a second location. A second location. Like a more like a place that's not such a tourist place. Oh, right. And and we're trying to stay south because there's nothing. I live in Draper, so there's nothing really south, especially in Utah County. And Lehigh is Orange County. It is Orange County because of all the tech companies that are out there. The parents from my kids' school, like when I did the teacher baskets for Christmas, I did them for my kids. And I did big CBD, just huge soaps, bath bombs, lotions, every oh, wow. bath salts, everything. I was walking through the school. My son's in fifth grade, daughter's kindergarten. And these moms are like, where did you get CBD stuff at? And I was like, I make it. And it was just like. That's the thing. Once people find out. But they're from yeah. California. Yeah. Because they're California oh, trans. They're, yep, they're from California. They're from Oregon. They're from Colorado. They're not from here. Right. And so they totally were like, oh, and it's crazy. Like my mom's circle grew a lot in the past like six months. <laughs> Man. <laughs> so I got, many birthday that, so parties. that's how you make friends. You just start making CBD stuff and they come to I mean, you. I'm not, I mean, I have a face tattoo. Like I'm not, I, people already look at me and they're like, what? I pick my kids up on my motorcycle. Like, you know, so it's like, I'm not like this normal mom. You're a cool mom. Not according to my son. <laughs> You're never cool enough according to your own children. Even though his friends think I'm cool. They think we're cool. They want to hang out at our house all the time. Christina has a final question that she throws out at everybody before we wrap this up. I'm going to let you throw that out here yeah. to wrap this up. If you could leave our listeners with one piece of life advice or a life motto, what would it be? Oh God, I have always lived by this motto. And it's hard for me, especially owning a business that like this that is growing faster than I can keep up. Like I've always had this motto. It's like, It'll always work itself out. That's what I like going through college, being broke as hell, like not getting the internship I wanted, trying to figure out how I was going to get books, like all all these things that are like, I always had that motto. It's like, it will, it will work itself out. You can't focus on, okay, I'm broke right now. Yeah, you're broke. Okay. But you are a capable, well, human body, you're a human body. You can do things. You have skills. You're, you know, you're healthy. It's like, yeah, you're broke. But what can you do? Are you sitting full? Are you sitting, you know, and on top of a garage full of shit that you can sell stuff you don't use? You know, like you sh- nobody should have storage units. If you need a storage unit, like you have too much shit. But it's like things like that. Like I did that. Like I got was after I got I was married before in a divorce. Like I did. I looked at all my stuff and I was like, I don't need any of this shit. I've been living without this shit for years. So I sold it. And that's how I got my apartment after my divorce. So that's it. It will work itself out. 
don't focus on the negative. Like I know it, life gets hard, it beats you down, but the, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. And I know I hate that, like stay positive crap, but like it's important though. It is important. I just like, I always tell myself, my husband tells me a lot more lately. He's like, it'll be okay. He's like, your weird hippie model always works. Cause when we first met, he was like, how can you just like not stress about not having any money? I'm like, I know it's coming. Like, like, it'll be here. It'll be here. Yeah. may not be here in time, but it'll come. Like, <laughs> but yeah. Well, I've had a heck of a conversation. Yeah. Thank you so much for You're coming welcome. and doing Thanks our podcast. Me. And thank you. I've learned a lot about CBD today. Uh, hopefully, our listeners have. And and I'm serious. We'll bring you. We'll bring you back through sooner than later. So, thank you so much. You're welcome. Many thanks again to Daniela Lucero for joining us on this episode of the podcast. You can find out more about Daniela and connect with her by visiting IamSaltLake.com forward slash 374. And don't forget, you can use that promo code IamSaltLake, like Daniela mentioned on the recording, when you order some products from the MSOAP's website. So this idea came to me today. Brand new idea for the podcast. I'm always looking for new sections that we can put on I Am Salt Lake podcast. I'm going to call this section the mailbag section. We have a P.O. box. A lot of you don't realize this. We have a P.O. box where you can mail us items. I know a lot of you, you know, you have you have products and you want exposure for it. We will talk about it on this podcast. This is our mailbag, mailbag section. Really quickly, I'm going to mention our P.O. box is P.O. box 4412, Salt Lake City, Utah, 84110. We got a couple of products here today from some listeners of the podcast. We actually went to the uh, Church and State Networking Social or whatever you want to call Munch it. Munch and Mingle. Munch and Mingle. Yeah. We did that today. We got a couple of products and I'm like, you know what? I want to mention them really quickly on the podcast. This will go in our mailbag section. So anytime I guess you give us a product in person or you mail it to our P.O. Box, we will talk about it on the podcast. The first product I want to talk about, which... We haven't tried it yet. Is the Big Daddy Hills barbecue sauce. This is the honey chipotle barbecue, which I'm probably not going to eat. I'm sorry because there is honey in it. No offense to uh, Big Daddy Hills. It's not keto friendly, but I am really excited to try to make some chicken for me and the baby with that. Yeah. So, you know, we got that. So thank you very much. And, um, you know, we'll have to do some follow up on that. Oh, for sure. And then the next item, this is from Copper Mountain Roasting Company. This is a new local coffee roaster. We met Rob today. He is the the owner of it. And he gave us this dark roast I'm not even, you're, you're Ethiopia, dark roast. I'm going to try this though. Some, some delicious coffee locally roasted and uh, maybe I'll have to do like a follow up on it. On, we should, we uh, should drink it on our next recording. Just sip some coffee. Oh, I was thinking maybe <laughs> drink the coffee or beans, right? <laughs> you, you could do that too. So anyway, this is a new mailbag section. Feel free to mail us any of your products. If you have a local band, a CD, I'd love to even maybe play some music on the podcast or whatnot. Our PO box is 4412 Salt Lake City, Utah, 84110. It's a new little section. What do you think of that, Christina? You think that's oh, good? I actually love it because I love like all the local products that we do get. I, I fall in love with it. And it's, I wanna... so, it's so nice to have a space to talk about them. Exactly. Have an outlet to talk about it. This episode of the podcast is sponsored by Podcasting is Easy. For those of you keeping score at home, this is Christina and Mice Company, actually. I know there's a lot of you looking to start a podcast where we can help you out with that. Head on over to podcastingiseasy.com. You can see all the services we offer, everything from helping launch a podcast 
to helping you with your podcast logos, and to even helping you with your podcast editing. Head on over to Podcasting is Easy, schedule yourself a 15-minute call, we'll jump on a phone call and see if we can help you out. All right, it's time for weekly recommendations. This is a little segment on the podcast where we take just a moment and uh, we give a recommendation, right? Something that we've been enjoying, something we like, something whatever it is, right? I'm going to let you go first though, Christina. Ooh, me go first. So it is officially spring in Salt Lake City. Thank goodness, right? Finally, right? And so my recommendation for this week is to go out for a walk and enjoy the beautiful spring weather. But that would involve me getting off the couch. That's okay. Once in a while it's worth it. off Netflix. <laughs> no, it is so beautiful though. It's so, oh, it's so much nice. It, I mean, it's not perfect yet, but it's just good enough to really enjoy being outside. And little Lucy, she cannot get a enough it's like well of outside oh, she loves outside it's great <laughs> <laughs> my recommendation is squatters on broadway if you have never been there i actually just met up with a friend there the other day for lunch and he told me he's never been there before that's insane and i was like oh my gosh i gotta talk about it on i am salt lake because i thought everybody's been there it's such a great place they have it so i mean it's, it's a great selection of food salads burgers beers i mean even the meatloaf there is really good you guys so so go check it out squatters on broadway that's my uh, recommendation for the week and that's gonna do it for this episode of the podcast don't forget to support our show sponsors five wives vodka and podcasting is easy we'll have links for all of them at our website under the show notes for this episode which you can find at iamsaltlake.com because remember when you support our sponsors you are supporting the podcast. And if you're interested in becoming a sponsor, or if you're just a listener and you want to say hello, you can always send us an email at hello at IamSaltLake.com. And you can also send us letters and postcards to P.O. Box 4412, Salt Lake City, Utah, 84110. You all have a great week. Get out and enjoy some of that great spring weather. Support local. And we're going to see you next week on the next episode of the podcast. And good night, Grammy.